All right, y'all, back here, another great hip-hop conversation. Your boy DJ T-Mac here with a great hip-hop artist coming out of the coming out of Colorado. He goes by the name of O Finesse. Uh, like I mentioned, he's an MC from Colorado. I first heard him on a track with the Mussolini. Soon after that, they put out their album, No Squares in My Circle, which has a very cinematic quality and feel throughout the whole project, which is a big staple of O Finesse's style, I realized after I went back and did some more research. He has very captivative writing. Uh, very detailed, descriptive. He has references to amazing food, different fashion, movies, even some architecture. Like I said, very cinematic situations and qualities to them. Last year, he released three projects, uh, Beluga Row, Yikes, and the one I mentioned, No Squares in My Circle, all which delivered on sound, quality, bars, and entertainment. Well, Finesse, welcome to Flavor in Your Ear Radio. Thank you for taking the time. Hey, man, thank you for having me, bro. Salute, man. Salute, salute. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. I like what you're doing out there, man, and I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Absolutely. Anytime. You know, I'm, I'm tapping into a new, new to me, but this sort of underground independent scene that's really fire. You know what I mean? It's not just the the regular same old kind of stuff that's been there and brewing for years but you're really helping bring something new to uh to the game with Mussolini so just wanted to get that out there but I don't know much about the Colorado scene the Colorado hip-hop scene so before we get into you know I want to before we get into your music I want to find out a little bit more about your background so let's talk about start with the Colorado hip-hop scene and kind of what's going on out there well, right now, man, I mean, it's um, it's wide open. I mean, um, Colorado definitely does have a hip hop scene. Um, I wouldn't say, I think, I think me and my camp, we're, we're in our own lane with our sound and what we're doing. Um, we, um, you know, I kind of, I kind of just got into this organically, started getting serious in 2018. Um, me and my brother, Clever Schemes, we did the Royal Penthouse, which is like a small EP, three songs. Um, and it was really, it was really fly. And then me and my younger cousin, Winsor James, we did the Beluga Roll. So leading up to that, we were just kind of just, you know, we was in the studio, we was rapping, we was playing with it though. We wasn't really being serious. And then I think, you know, people start hearing, they was like, yo, man, you need to start, you need to start getting serious with this, bro. Like you, you nice, you know? And I was like, ah, whatever, you know, I was working and I was just like, whatever, man, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm just, you know, I'm just dabbling. I love hip hop, you know, it's, it's a culture I've been in love with since I was a little child. And um, I mean, it kind of just, it just happened all organically, but hip, um, Colorado does have a dope um, underground sound out here, man. You got the likes of Tony T, Clever Schemes. Um, you got my my young cats, Funk Shui and his his camp, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of talent out here, man. It's just, it's just, you know, being from Colorado, man, it's not like, you know, being from the bigger cities, you know, the New York cities, the LA's, the Chicago's. Um, and I think um, hip hop, you know, with the internet now, you can kind of get out, your, get your sound out there and reach, you know, massive, massive um, ears and listeners. So I think it's a good time for us, man, just to kind of, you know, cultivate our sound, stay true to our sound, stay in our own lane. Um, and just respect the people that, you know, paved the road before us, man. Just pay homage, you know what I mean? That's what we doing, man. 
Amen. Amen. I feel that I can relate to that myself. You know, I work, I got my own job, but me DJing and, you know, starting to interview, that's something I love. I love watching interviews, getting the, um, getting inside the artist's mind, kind of why they did certain things with the project, why it sounds a certain way. So I'm doing that myself. So I appreciate that. And I connect with you on that level. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, the pandemic is going on, so obviously no shows are happening. So I'm, I'm glad that you just kind of didn't talk about, oh, you know, not much is happening right now, but you, it looks like you have a show coming up maybe next week or so. So talk about yeah. of the process of getting that booked, your expectations and, you know, how, exactly how, how you think it's going to feel. Yeah, the opportunity came, um, you know, it's a fly bar out here, Bar Red. Shout out to Bar Red and the owner there, the chef. I mean, it's an elegant spot. Um that it, it, it basically came about, man, just tapping in. And um, they had all they had asked me if I wanted to do, you know, a dinner party. We're not calling it a show because of COVID, but a dinner party. And I said, yeah, I'll be down to do it. But then I thought, you know what, me and Moose just put out this great project. Let's get Moose out here and let's do some no squares in my circle. So um, it all it all worked out. It was very organic, man. They got some other um, headliners on there. You got my man Manic on there. Um, Gray Beard is on there. Um, there's a few more artists on there. I can't remember right off the top of my head. But again, the Colorado underground hip hop scene, you know what I mean? It's, it's in full effect. So, I mean, um, it's going to be great for us, you know, um, just to get just to get in front of some people to um, display our art, our work, what we're doing. And, um, you know, from there, continuing the momentum and hopefully things will start opening back up slowly but surely. And we can start, you know, traveling a little bit and doing some shows, man. We got some other places that tapped in with me off, you know, some offers that they want us to go to. So hopefully, you know, things get the rolling in the right direction. That's great, man. That's great to hear. And it's, it's, it even kind of opens up maybe a new opportunity to have more of these like dinner type experiences with these, you know, more elegant style of hip hop. And you, you know, you're not, I think that's, I, I think you're bones, right. You know what I mean? Like, it, I, I think you're right. I think that sort of event. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what the music fit. The music fits it perfect. It does. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you know, what I mean, do you really want to be talking about some five stars and everything and jumping around the stage? Or do you want to really, you know, take it back to the old days where, you know, they had the bebop clubs and the jazz clubs and people was actually sitting down, having a nice drink, having a nice meal. And in the, in the, in the, um, the ambiance was very elegant. And, um, you know, what I mean, you was, you know, you was coming in, you was asking people to dress to impress. Man, you just bringing out fly shit with hip hop. You know what I mean? Like, and if you look back in the day, you know what I'm saying? That's how it was, man, with the Curtis Blows and the Rock Kims and all. They was always dressed fly. You know what I'm saying? The they came through with the thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's, it's, you know, history always repeats itself and everything moves in full motion 360 degrees. So, why not? Kind of speaking on, on this subject, something I heard you say was too many Rambos, not enough players. So I want you to break yeah. that down, kind of. Just break I'm going to break it down, man. I'm going to tell you, man, you know, there's too many killers out here, man, in the music scene, man. We talking about, you know, shooting up everything and, you know, 100 bodies and, you know, and, and I mean, at the same time, man, like, Let's let's make it fun again, man. You know, like why we ain't talking about the ladies, man, and talking about you know keeping it playing, um, you know, elevating the game and you know the discipline and what it takes to be, um, you know, a real player in the game. You know, what I'm saying versus just you know every other bars, you just you killing up a million people. Like I mean, um, I still in my music, I still 
journalize the trauma of the ghetto because that's where I come from, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I don't want to glorify that. I want to glorify being on that yacht, being in that penthouse, you know what I'm saying? Eating that five-star meal, you know what I'm saying? And it's, um, it's um, you know, for me, it's um, it's, it's spoken word. It's, it's, I'm bringing my, the things I rap about is the things I want to bring into my world. I want to see those things come full fruition. So I try to keep those things in my rap. And, and, and it also motivates me to hustle and work harder to get to those places, you know what I mean? Talk about some more fly shit on the next album. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we already on it. We already on it. I got, yeah, I got some stuff in store for y'all, man. Some beautiful shit. All right, all right. You know We're gonna talk about that. But you <laughs> sort of mentioned a little bit about your crew. So I want you to break down Seven News Arts and Entertainment and your relationship with Clever Schemes, who seems to be a very, a pretty integral part of, uh, your work, you know, his name is on the yeah. X project. I hear him a lot, you know, he seemed to be all over the no squares in my circle. So I want you to break down your crew and your relationship, maybe specifically with Clever Schemes. So my crew consists of, um, it's four of us. It's myself, Ofenes, um, my cousin, Basement, who's basically the mastermind and CEO of our, of our company. That's our record label. That's not just one record label. That's our record label as a, as a whole. Um, my younger cousin, Wizard J Windsor James, who's also who goes by the rap name Eddie James, but he's also an amazing producer and he's a pro skateboarder. And then my younger brother, Johnny Blanco. Um, and they got some projects coming soon too. So keep keep your eyes open for that. They got some real heavy shit coming soon too. But that's what um, news and entertainment um, consists of. As far as like me and Clever Schemes, man, Clever Schemes is my man, you know what I mean? That's my right hand. Um, he, he, had, he, he, he has a lot to do with my art and what I do. As far as production goes, um, we did Yikes. I think Yikes was a great album that we didn't really get a lot of recognition for, but I think at the same time it was it was it, it, it was lovely. Like we 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 put our heart and soul in that. We worked on it for about a year. So um, Clever Schemes, he does a lot of our videos, a lot of our production, um, a lot of our just our um, our photo shoots. Like so, Clever man, he's um he's a he's a genius man. He's a he's a hardworking cat and. I mean, it's just um, it's all organic, man, because it's all it's all home base. It's all Colorado, you know what I mean? Everybody that I just named is right here from the box, you know what I mean? That's awesome. You're really giving bringing us into your world and giving us your perspective. And that's one thing I think that's great about hip hop is that it is universal. You can bring it anywhere, and they can display it their own way. You know what I mean? So I appreciate that you keeping it, you know, in Colorado and really in the family. It's that's great right. to see, and it's great to hear. Um, so you released three projects last year. You, we just kind of touched on Yikes a little bit. How much planning goes into your projects? I'm sure you know you're always recording, but I kind of want to know for you from inception um, of an idea or maybe you get a title. Do you just have a batch of songs? You're kind of like, let's just put these together and, you know, see what we can make. How, what is your process of putting together a project? My process is... Um... My process is I'm a writer first and foremost. I'm right. I'm a writer. Like I write like every. I wouldn't say every every day. I'm not going to play like that. But I write at least four to five times a week. I'm writing something, and I try to make sure that I at least put together a nice sixteen weekly. So I don't, you know, sometimes I'm I'm I'm, I'm bitting bits and pieces when I'm writing. I'm, I might write four here, and I might stop and just be like, all right, I'm chilling. I might eight, or sometimes I might write a full sixteen, but um, I like to I like to get inspired a lot by 
like I said, lifestyles, um, places I want to go, places I want to be, um, past experiences, um, um, other people's situations and stories that I've known and grew up with or, you know, had the, um, had the opportunity of um, learning about. So I would say my writing process is kind of, um, it's kind of just basically, it's no like, oh, I'm going to write this album. No, it's, it's, not, it's more so of I'm writing songs and sometimes I'm getting beats and I'm writing to the beat. Sometimes I'm writing songs and then I'm going back and I'm, and I'm putting it together like a puzzle. Like, oh, this don't fit, take that out, put this in, take this out, take, you know what I mean? So it could fit with the production. Um, but it's, 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 it's just a very organic writing style. You know what I mean? That, it's, just, it's just how I've, how I've done it, you know what I mean? And it, and it works for me. So I, if, it's, if it's not broke, you know, I'm not trying to fix it. I just, I just go with the flow with it. Mm-hmm. Definitely not broke. And I like that little insight you gave us because you do have a very unique flow and how you fit into the beat. And it's, it's different on a lot of the tracks. It's sometimes it sounds slow, but it's quick at the same time. It doesn't really make sense, but that's kind of how I hear it. So that that's interesting that, you know, you'll just keep writing and then maybe you'll fit it to the beat later. And the way you make it fit in is very unique. So that was a really dope little tip right there. Um, Let's talk more about Yikes. You, you said you feel like you didn't get enough recognition for it. It's a, what do we have? It's about 36 minutes, 13 songs. So 13 songs, that's pretty good. Uh, what is, do you have a favorite song from it or? Oh yeah, hands down, um, Kenny Red, baby. Sat in the sheets of Saudi Arabia with the sheets. I keep the heat on, chase the freaks, quiet and meat. Still send shots through your cheek. My nigga said he'd rather die before he see defeat. I'm from a place where they greet you with the stone face. Selling packs, it's whiter than Colgate. When you fly and gifted God, they gon' hate. I met Sushi Dan 200 for the plate. Kenny okay. Red, you know what I'm saying? That's my joint. I, I like a lot of them on here. And something maybe a, more of a bigger idea that we could talk about is releasing shorter projects that are maybe like under an hour as opposed to you know like a what is traditionally a full-length album or like you know a studio album I feel like artists especially in the hip-hop scene are releasing more projects but they are a little bit shorter in length and more concise so maybe can you talk about the idea behind that putting together shorter projects releasing more often and um I do have a follow-up question, but let's let's get to your okay. perspective. Well, I mean, I, I think um, with Yikes, I mean, okay, so with Yikes, it, it kind of just played out like that. Like, you know, we were we were we were finishing up, putting the final touches up, we were getting the, the final features and stuff that we needed. We didn't really shoot for, oh, we're gonna make it an hour long or 40 minutes, or we're gonna make do this many songs. Like once we once we finished cooking it and we sit back, we sat back and we looked at the dish, we was like, yo, this is it. You know what I mean? Like, should we do this? Should we put some? Nah, 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 nah. This is it. Let's rock with this. Let's go with this. And um, it worked out. I think um, and and honestly, you know, I think, you know, future future old finesse. I think I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna be just trying to put out a whole bunch of projects. That's not my. That's not my angle at all. I want to sit back and I want to really put together my albums. I want my albums to flow. I want the listener to be able to listen to my album, be in the gym, be in the car, um, where house cleaning your house. I want them to be not skipping no songs, and I want them to just be able to 
be like, damn, I can see that shit. I can see what he's speaking about. I can, I can close my eyes and see it. And that's my goal. You know what I mean? So I don't necessarily think the, the, the shorter album, more content is the approach. I think for me right now, yes, it's, that's the approach because I need to be busy. I need to be working. I need to let people know this is all finesse. But as I get over that hump of, okay, now this is all finesse, then I'm gonna, you know, projects will probably come, you know, periodically. And I think, um, you know, just, 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 staying, just staying relevant, you know, because now things are so fast and so quick, you know, you might put out a project on Tuesday and then next Tuesday, you know, that people are on to the next. Mm -hmm. So I think you just gotta kind of stay relevant. Um, a good way to do that is throwing some singles out there, you know, doing some, you know, some, some, some collabs out there, but just, just staying busy. So it doesn't have to be a full project or, or EP or even, you know, an LP at that, you know, in a quick manner. But I think you definitely do need to stay relevant. You need to stay, you know, you know, busy for your listeners because they're gonna be listening for you, man. Absolutely, absolutely, and you've definitely been doing that. Um, let's a little sidetrack. Um, you recently released eighty nine Ice T, and eighty nine Ice props from the man. So wow, that so, yo man, you know what? That's crazy, so. bro. Like when I seen it. No, go ahead. You have some more questions? No, go ahead. Not really. I just kind of wanted to mention that. You know, I like the song. It's dope. You and Mussolini. I, I guess it was was that sort of a a leftover track from No Squares in My Circle? Was that something separate? Nah. nah, that was something that we did. So when Moose came out here, we did Blood Diamonds. This is a crazy story. We, My cousin had that beat, and um, we went all to the studio. We was listening to it, everything. But everybody was moving. It was snowing out here. Moose was trying to get back to the room, so we wasn't able to do anything with it. So Winston was like, man, we didn't even get to do the beat. And I was like, man, just wait. You know, you know, it's going it's to come. So... You know, fast forward, Moose goes back to New York. We still had the beat. I already had the, um, I had the hook. And then we was in the studio. Me and my little cousin was in the studio one day. I was like, yo, man, let's do that 89 Ice T. So I shot my verse, put my verse on, put my hook verse. We shot it over to Moose. Moose did his. I had my man Huey P, who's who's a genius. Had, I had him do the artwork. So I had been sitting on this, this project for a minute. Like, you know, before. Like kind of like we could have we could have actually put it on those squares in my circle if we wanted to, but I didn't really at the time I didn't really I was like uh we just sit on it. So then when we went out to New York, my little cousin he was with me he had the song so we went to the legendary Fredo studio, um, Moose's engineer and we had um, Fredo mixed it for us and master it. So then when I got home man after the no squares in circle I was just going through my phone one day and I was like. I was like, I got this 89 Ice tea. I was like, I got the artwork. I got, you know what I'm saying? So I hit most of like, yo, man, I'm about to release this 89 Ice tea. And he was like, all right, man, do it. And um, I did it, man. And um, the feedback has been incredible. Like I couldn't even, I, I, I you know, when you, when you do, I think when you're doing songs, you don't know which one's going to be a standout song, but mm -hmm. you know, for, from, for the legend himself, to tap in and be like, yo, that's solidified. I like that. You know what I mean? That is, I like that. You know what I mean? That made my day, man, because that's the Ice T, man. You know what I mean? He's that's the original New Jack City hustler. You know what I mean? That's that's the guy. You know what I mean? So I mean, for us to do that, man, and for it to come like that, it was just um, it was just organic experience, and it was um, it was very um rewarding to get the love that we got from it, you know. 
Wish I had a perm like the 89 iced tea. Wish I had a perm like the 89 iced tea. Niggas coming up short with the money like Willow. Not the type to lay with bitches and talk over pillows. <laughs> I know fiends that hit Walgreens and still Brillo. I'm blue and killing Amarillo, getting paid off these bimbos. Like yeah, that's cool, man. You never know which one's going to pop. And to get a stamp from a legend like that, it means more than what anybody else is saying on the Internet, where, you know, we're always getting feedback and constant information from. So, right. Props. props. Congratulations. Right. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. So, bon, bon. Um, so your instrumentals, I love them. I love the sample style. Um, I, I do a little bit of production myself, so I'm always listening to that side as well. Um, how involved are you in the production side or the music making side? Um, I'm not, I don't, I don't make beats for that instance, but I do, I do a lot of the skits. I'm the, I, I would say I'm the, I'm the skit master, man. Cause I'm always watching and I'm always watching movies and I'm always listening and I'm always paying attention. And if something grabs me, I'm like, yo, I'm using that. That's a skit. And I try to stay away from things that other people's already used. Um, production wise, I'm really right now, I'm just into that elegant sound, man. I'm into them loops. I'm into that. I like a lot of strings. I like the piano riffs. I like guitar riffs. I like a lot of, um, yeah, man. I like, I like that elegant sound, man. I like, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm, you know, I like drums, but I don't like the heavy, heavy drums. You know what I mean? It's just not a, I don't know. Right now, it's just not something that I'm feeling. Um, I like but I also like without drums, by the way, the way, you know, you do have a, a quite a few of those, you know, throughout the projects. And I appreciate that. It gives it a different a different feel. And I think and I think it also allows the um, the, the artist to come more forefront because sometimes those drums can be drowning. you, sure. And, you know, people can't really hear what you're talking about. But I think when the drums are back here and the artist is more up front, it's, it's the perfect match versus the drums being here and the artist back here. It's like, what is he saying? Like, you're trying to put together, like, what did he say? Like, or you're trying to catch it. Mm -hmm. And um, like I said, I want to be able to paint pictures. I want to get people a visual when I'm when I'm when I'm doing my music, so they could be like, oh man, I can I can see what he's talking about. Like, damn, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Because I think that's that's the the part of the art form. I think it's easy just to get on the, the mic and just start rapping. You know what I mean? But when you start painting pictures and people can actually visualize what you're talking about, that's a different experience for the listener. You know what absolutely, I mean? absolutely, and there's still people out there that appreciate it. So keep keep it coming, uh, openness. I appreciate it, man. Let's get into kind of a little bit more uh, of your work with Mussolini. So you, we talked about Blood Diamonds a little bit. You mentioned that that was the first track I heard you on. Love the sample or, and how the beat is flipped on that one. You guys complement each other very well. Um, and something that, that you mentioned about the drums being more in the back, you do cut through on a lot of the tracks. That's something that I wrote down in my notes is that your voice does cut through and it is clear what you're saying. So it, it's, it's working. I, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, that's what I'm, that's what I'm shooting for. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite song off of no squares in my circle? Man, so many, man. Um, man, um, front and center, Steve Harvey. Um, Black Orchid, um, mm, yep. Pastor's Lies, Pastor Lies, um, um, Second Nature. It's just a whole vibe, the whole thing. It almost, it. I don't want to say it's almost like one track, but it's just a vibe. And 
the way that I listen to it, you know, I, I listen to it on the, my long car ride, wherever I got to go, and I try to get it in full, and it it really flows all together. So props to you guys on that and to Clever. Yeah, Jay, man, right? we yeah we worked hard on that, man, me and Moose, man. Shout out to Moose, man, because Moose, man, he's just, um, first and foremost, he's just a straight-up stand-up guy, man. But second, he's a workhorse, man, and to, to be involved with something like that, someone like that, it definitely pushes you. It makes you say, well, shit, if Moose is doing it, I have to do it. I, you know what I mean? Like, this is somebody who's already, he's, he's doing his thing. Like, I can't be the guy in the back and I'm not showing up and putting in the same work ethic as him, you know what I mean? Or trying to work harder. So um, he's a workhorse, man, and he definitely does push you to, to go harder. And um, with No Squares in My Circle, that's kind of how it went. You know, we was, he was shooting songs in me, I was getting them, I was shooting them right back. And when I was shooting back, I would try to send him something extra. He'll shoot those songs back, then he would send me something extra. And it was just, you know, like the process of it, because you got to think, we did um, Blood Diamonds, the Blood Diamond video, I think that was in October. Uh, yeah, that was in October. That was, yeah, that was in October. October, November, and we dropped the No Squares in My Circle in, in the end of January. Mm -hmm. So that was just the work process, you know, but by, by, you know, he found me through um, the World Penthouse project that me and Clever Schemes did um, via my guy, Ice Lord. You know, Ice Lord basically, you know, was playing it and then Moose heard it and then Moose reached out to me. And then ever since then, man, it was, we just been off to the races, man. For real, for real. I saw you were out here in New York doing some promotion and shooting some videos for it. What was that experience like? coming out here. I mean, New York City is it, man. That's a whole different monster from, from Denver. You know, it's just that, you know, the, the culture there, the vibe there, it was a beautiful thing, man. From the time we got off the plane, we just went right into work mode. We went up to Washington Heights. We started shooting for the um, front and center video. Um, and we did that um, right in the Heights. We worked from the time we got there to the time we left, we worked. You know what I mean? It was no play. It was all work. We, um, we got an opportunity to shoot um, two videos out there. We um, recorded a few songs out there as well. Um, and then, um, you know, had the, had the you know, opportunity to meet Fredo. And then Moose got some great, great guys in this camp. You know, Rewind, Izzy Hot, Calico, Fuego. Um, and then we was at the Airbnb, man. We was at the Airbnb in one room shooting a video. In the other room, we was in the other room recording. So that's how serious and intense this is. Like, it's no games. And when you start raising your bar and you start knowing, okay, like, shit's getting serious, you you got to you gotta show up and you got to show out. There's no time to be like, oh, no, nah, I don't feel well, I'm tired. Nah, there's, none of that matters. You know what I mean? You got to put in the work. And that's what it's about. It's just It was just all go time in New York. From the time we got off the plane to the time we left. Like, matter of fact, the, the day we was leaving, they woke me up that morning to do the verse for um, Izzy Hot's Aurora joint on his new joint. Shout out to Izzy Hot and his new project, Memento. Um, Memento. But yeah, I had I did that verse that day. The day we're leaving, before we go to the airport, I did that verse right there at the Airbnb. And, oh. You know what I mean? And then he got some pro hot project. That project's hot. Yep, Izzy Hot, he's he's on my list about, you know, who's, who's going to be interviewed next. So, you know. Yeah. I'm... You know, I started with Mussolini. We got you. We're gonna, I'm sure we're gonna yeah. talk about clever schemes because I see, you know, he's he's very artistic in a lot of different ways. So, 
Uh, yes, I kind of yes. have my hands in a lot of different things too. So it would be cool to have that sort of back end, behind the scenes sort of conversation with him about that stuff. But, Definitely. Yeah, man, I'm I'm working my way through the scene and ma making all these connections. So I love what you guys are doing. Do you have a dream producer that you would like to work with or put together a project with? You talk about the elegant sound and that stuff. You have a great team, but as you move up, is there is is there a producer who you would like to maybe get like a full project with? Um, um, uh, you know, I kind of like to stay in my lane. I kind of like to stick with what I got going with my guys. Mm -hmm. I think we got a lot of talent with our production team. Um, if there was anybody that I would want to work with though, um, probably Nicholas Craven. You know what I mean? I've been following Nicholas Craven for a long time. I remember back, back in like 2018 and shit, 19, when I was getting my feet wet, that's where I was getting my feet wet too, was a lot of Nicholas Craven beats. I'll go on YouTube and be like, yo, let me get on this. And I'll just start writing and rapping to his beats. But mm -hmm. I like what he does. I like his sound. Um, not his dark stuff, but more of his his fly shit. You know what I mean? His, his more elegant shit. I think, um, yeah, I like Nicholas Craven a lot. Dope, dope. With the work rate that independent artists are coming with now, um, you know, I remember it was mixtapes and then, you know, you would get signed to a label or even if it was a smaller label, the artist would come out with like a debut studio album. Is that something you look forward to doing or you're just you just look forward to putting in work and putting in album after album, whatever the project is, just keep on building? Well, right now I got two projects done. I'm just tightening them up, you know what I mean? I got um, I got the Silverback Mac with my cousin, Windsor James. Um, we got that done, I think that's about 10 tracks. And then I got um, Klepto Beats, who did um, Klepto Beats, he did um, The Three Horsemen on um, No Squares in My Circle. He also did Blood Diamonds. Me and him have an album called The Prodigal Son. And that's, um, I think we're 13, 14 deep on that joint. Um, after those two, I'm, I'm actually, the debut big album that I want is going to be The Flies and the Fleet. And that's that's the album that I'm already, I think I'm like five songs into that album. But that that's going to be later down the road. Like I said, I'm taking my time. I'm not trying to rush it and just put it out. Like these other two projects, we'll probably put it out promptly. Um, after those two projects, you know, like I said, I'm, you know, I'm letting the, I'm letting the pot simmer. And with the flies and the fleet, and that's gonna be, you know, that's gonna be that that album, that one. It's like, yo, you know what I mean? Because right now, you know, you gotta, you know, what I mean, you gotta show up and put in the work. And then I think, I think it's better like that. You put in the work instead of you just coming out with this big debut album, and then people, and it it, it doesn't do what you thought it was gonna do, because that could be hurt into your ego, man. That could hurt your shit. That could hurt your name. That could hurt the game. You know what I'm saying? So it's better for me as an artist, as an independent artist right now, just to put in the work. And, and then once I get that traction, then um, you know, we come out, we come out the, we come out the back, and we, you know, we let the arrows fly. That's, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's my process right now. That's great. It's great to hear that because I don't really know what to look for. Sometimes people put out a project, and I don't know how important that project is to them. So it is great to hear that you are sort of working. It is, it's a different way. It's not, you know, the projects aren't on Datpiff. They're right in front of everybody's face. And it has that quality, you know, on all the streaming platforms as whoever's debut studio album or whatever studio album. So it is refreshing to hear that that process is still kind of in place in your mind and you're working towards that. And 
man, right. I can only imagine what that is going to sound like, you know, with all the work that you're putting in and to hear yeah. what, what that's debut, like real full album of you and your story will sound like. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a process, you know what I mean? Uh, and, and I, and I, and I mean, I don't know, like, um, you know, I watch a lot of interviews from a lot of guys, a lot of guys I respect. One in particular is um, Brownsville Kai, but um, I like what he does with his music, man. He kind of he kind of protects his music. I like I like that. You know, what I mean, I don't. Um, you know, the game is getting oversaturated, man. And it and it and at times when stuff gets oversaturated, it starts to sound redundant. So I kind of want to be more mysterious with it, have a more mystique to it more of a um oh you know what i mean you can't it just you just can't like the work i'm doing right now is the work for the people you know what i mean and um but once i get to that lane where you know i i feel like yo i'm in my lane now i'm doing my thing then that that music could be more it'd be more personable it'd be more like yo you got to go here and get it here you know you just can't go get it on spotify you can't just hop on itunes and get it like you have to go here and you know, have more of an intimate relationship with my with my fans, my listeners, people who's checking for old finesse. Make sure they can get it first and foremost, and then after they get it, then we, you know we'll put it out for everybody else. That's my Very goal. Nice. Very nice. Talk about the importance of kind of packaging and artwork. I mean, you talked about it. You had artwork put together for the single "89 Ice Tea," and you know, just the whole packaging that kind of goes behind. Um, a single or a project. Talk about the importance of that, because clearly, you know, you, 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 you guys plan what you're doing and how you're doing it. It's very apparent. Yeah, I think, I mean, that goes hand in hand, man. It's kind of like, man, it's kind of like when you see the shiny wheels, man, or you see the big gold chain, man, and the diamonds, you know, flashing and flaring, man. You know what I mean? That's the turn ahead. You know what I'm saying? So when you're looking at that artwork, that art cover, you might be, you might be scrolling through something and then you might scroll by and see that 89 ice and you're like, what? You know what I mean? You stop. Like, what? what is this? You know what I'm saying? So I think um, the artwork is like, that's like the, that's like the, you know, that's like the flare, the flash, you know, that's, that's to catch the eye. And then once you catch that eye, man, you know, that makes people say, well, what's, what's this? This looks interesting. Let me go find out what this is about. And then, oh, this is Ophanes and Mussolini or blah, blah, or whatever, you know, same thing with No Squares in My Circle. Um, same thing with Yikes. Like these, these album covers is just, just catch your eye and just be like, oh, what is that? You know what I mean? So I think the, I think that's, you know, a very, very important factor. What, you, what you're doing with your music is your artwork needs to be stand out. Your artwork needs to catch an eye. You know what I mean? And, 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 and at the same time, it got to be, it got to be original. You know what I mean? It can't be what what some of the guys that came before you did because you got to let them have their shine time, man. You know what I mean? That's what they created. That's their lane. You don't want to be really, you know what I'm saying? Um, how can I say? You don't really want to be biting, man. That's just whack. Yeah, you don't, you know what I mean? You want to, and you want to do what's organic to your sound. You know what I mean? So like, once again, like I said, with Huey P, he's just, he's an animal. You know what I mean? I, you give him an idea and he, and the way he brings it to fruition, you're just like, wow, this is crazier than the idea I had in my mind. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy, but I think it all fits like a puzzle. You know, it all meshes very well. Um, but artwork, packaging, um, um, being able to um, directly speak to your fans, you know what I mean? I, it's not like I got a crazy amount of fans, 
the ones that I do, the ones that do reach out to me or DM me or hit me, or, you know, I always try to respond and just, you know, tell them thank you, appreciate you or whatever I could do because I think like a lot of times we get caught up in the negative content of it. You know, a lot of people are getting caught up on a negative comment that a person says, but you'll have like 50 other positive comments, but this one person comes along and says some negative shit. You, you haven't replied to none of the positive comments, but this one negative guy, you gotta go in and talk crazy. Like, man, I don't even pay attention to that. I just try to focus on the positive and just rock with the people that's rocking with me, man. And that's something that, you know, Moose is always putting in my ear, like, man, oh, rock with who's rocking with you, man. You know what I mean? Don't put too much thought in this because at the end of the day, man, it's like going to a job. You know what I mean? If you work in a, a Fortune 500 company, nine times out of 10, you're not best friends with everybody in that company. You know what I mean? You might have a sprinkle of people that you rock with and you, you, you know, you associate with, but it's the same with the hip hop industry, man. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the times it's just business, man. And I think people take, take things way too personal. Like, bro, it's just, at the end of the day, it's, it's just business and it's music. You know what I mean? For real, for real. So talking about artwork, and you know, packaging. Where can I get one of them white sweatshirts, man? I seen that. Oh yeah, that's the box. Yeah, this is my logo. I designed this. This is the there Box State University. That's the that's the sun, cause the sun always shines bright here in Colorado. Amen. We got the mountain with the all I see and not, man, because we want to see everything around us, man. We want to keep our eyes open. We want to observe everything, and then we got the shovel and pick, man, cause we always looking for that gold, baby. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, we could get you one of these, man. Um, we're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of merch coming out pretty soon. Um, we're still in the works for getting the news and entertainment website set up. So once we get that set up, but hit me, you know, hit me and um DM me your your you know your mailing address and your sizes, man. And I make sure, you know what I'm saying? We put one on you, man. You know what I'm saying? Because we need to love everywhere we go, man. We want people, you know what I'm saying? Wherever you at walking around with it, they will, we want them to stop and ask you like, what's that? Yo, that's my man, finesse, man. That's Box State University. Yeah, Go man. check it, you know what I mean? So, I mean, it's it's all, you know what I mean? All marketing is good marketing, baby. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That no squares in my circle. That no squares in my circle. That one's comfortable, man. You know, we need to- I've seen you with it, man. I've seen you with it, man. Thank you. Salute. I've seen you with it, man. It look good on you too, baby. That's what it look saying, real good I got on the you. right size. It feel good. And you know, I gotta, I gotta practice what I preach. I talk about supporting artists. So, you know, I gotta, I'm showing it, you know, every week. I, so this is on a, I have a radio show. It's on community radio. So this is all volunteer, all that. So the we have a thing that's, uh, you know, since COVID went down, uh, buy music Fridays, which is supporting independent artists. So I would do a read on my show every week about that. So, you know, I got to put my money where my mouth is and I'm supporting what I like, what I love. And it's great that I'm tapping into this new independent underground scene because there is surely a lot to support. And I'm glad we're starting with Moose and O'Finesse and we when we branching out. Man, we appreciate your support, man. We definitely do, man. And, and like I said, man, give me your information and we make sure we put you together a little package, man, just to show the appreciation that we have for you. And um, people like you, man, because I mean, y'all, you know what I mean? You on the radio, you doing that. That's how people can hear us. And uh, it's um, it's been it's been crazy. Like I said, with the um, the eighty nine Ice T man, me and Moose, we we had no idea. We was like, we was on the phone, like, yo, you see this, like, you know what I mean, Ice T, you know what I mean, like. But um, we both respect the man, the man dearly, and um, just to see him do that, and just to see him tap in with us, like follow us, you know, like our posts, like you know what I mean, like it, that's crazy, man. You know, the man's a, he's a living legend, man, straight up. Living very legend. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. Shout out Ice T. 
So something very important to me, the next time I come out to Colorado, I got to know some of these restaurants. Give me some restaurants that I need to hit. Are you sort of in the um, Denver area or where in Colorado are you located? I'm more, I'm more like um, North, North Denver area, more um, suburb, like Arvada area. But I, I mean, last you know, time I was out yeah, there, I stayed there. I stayed in Arv Arvada. Yeah, so I'm more like, like it's like it's not North Denver, but it's like right outside of North Denver. About I would say about 15 minutes from downtown Denver. Mm -hmm. But um, um, food spots, man. Okay, man. So first and foremost, man, when you come here, man, you gotta go to Welton Street Cafe. Period. You know what I mean? Anybody come to Denver, Colorado, I take them to Welton Street Cafe. Um, Miss Mona, the House of Miss Mona, great restaurant. Um. She's been having that restaurant for, I want to say 20 years, but don't quote me on that. But it's in Five Points, um, historical black area um, on the east side. And she, um, we just proud to have her still going, man. And they still working through this COVID mess and they still going. And they got some of the best food, soul food, hands down in the state. Hands down in the state. I'm not saying just in the state. Quote me on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and if you want to get you some, the next I would take you to a fly barbecue spot. I would take you to the Post Oak over in, um, off of Tennyson. That's a dope spot. You got it, you know what I mean? You, if you like brisket, um, smoked turkey, crazy. Um, wings, stuff of that nature. Um, I would say that. Then I would have to take you to my man, Chef Preston, his restaurant, The Grind, The Grind Kitchen. Um, in Cherry Creek, he, he does crazy food, um, crazy menu. Um, if we're doing, let's see, if we're doing Asian, if we're doing Chinese, then I would take you to Pepper. Pepper number two um, off of um, off of Pecos, crazy. Um, let's see, what, what do you like? What most type of food do you like? For me, most importantly for me, because when I was out there, I didn't really find a good pizza spot. I'm from Long Island, I'm from New York. I make pizza. We have a restaurant where we do that. I didn't see a good slice joint when I was walking around. Maybe I was just in the wrong area of like Denver, but where can, where's the best slice of pizza? Ah, that slice pizza. Or, mm. or maybe, maybe there's a restaurant that has like the brick oven Neapolitan style. Maybe slices isn't, it's a different style out there. Where, where can I just find the best? I would say, pizza? I would say, I would say Benny Blanco's man downtown. That's that's where I go. You know what I mean? He got he got the New York style joints, the you know, the big slices, the cheese slices. Right. Um I'm trying to think, man. I'm really trying to think. Um No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say if we're in Colorado Springs, I would take you to Leon and Je Leon and Jesse's. That place been there since I was a little kid, and they still going hard, man. And that's that. I would say that was some of the best pizza in the springs. If we go in the springs, but it's nothing for us to find it. We can find it, bro. We can, you know what I'm saying? It's not All for right. us to find it. Um, yeah, we can find it. We can definitely find it. So if you here, I mean, it's not for us to find it. We'll find it. Yeah, man. I mean, my goal really is to move out to Colorado. I really love it out there. I love being the mountains, you know, all the landscapes. What, what, where's like a place that maybe you recommend in nature that I, I should go to or check out? I love the hot spots. Oh man, you gotta, you gotta go, you gotta go to the incline. You know what I mean? You gotta go to, um, you know, you gotta go to um, Manitou Springs. You gotta go to the incline. Um, you gotta go to the Garden of the Gods. Garden of the Gods. Um, You've been there. That's amazing. Yeah, that's where I'm from originally, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Seven one nine, stand up, bong bong. Um, 
you got to go to Shine Mountain Zoo. I mean, this is, you know, summertime, Shine Mountain Zoo is crazy because the zoo is actually inside the mountains. So, you know, you're walking up the mountain, you're, you know, the zoo is in the mountains, bro. It doesn't get any flyer than that. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? It doesn't get any flyer than that. The zoo is in the mountains. You understand what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I would say, I would say there, um, we got seven falls. Um, if you're, if you're up North, I would say Boulder, you know, they have some great hiking trails and things up in Boulder. Um, uh, there's, there's different reservoirs that you could definitely hit. Um, but I mean, in, in a whole of Colorado, man, I mean, it's just so much to do. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can, yeah, you can go to Idaho Springs. You can go, you know what I mean? You could go to um, Winter Park, you know what I mean? If you want to travel a little bit, I mean, and the scenery, wherever you go, once you hit that highway, it's just going to be amazing. So, I mean, you just, you know, it's kind of, you just have to let me know, like, yo, you know, when you planning to come out and then, you know, we'll, we'll put some time aside, man, and make sure we get on the road and just show you some different things, man. Um, different lakes, parks, um, because people don't understand. I mean, yeah, it snows here, it gets cold here, but it's different because the sun is out every day. When I say every day, I mean the sun is out every day. So it might, it might snow two, three feet. On a Monday, and then by Thursday, if the sun is out, it, it might be just 50 degrees, and within those three days, everything's back to normal. You know what I'm saying? And that's it's, that's why it's hard to leave the box, baby. You know what I mean? It's hard. It's hard to leave, man. It's hard to leave, man. I look forward to coming out there next. I might not leave. Sorry, mama. I might not leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna be welcome with open arms, man. You know what I'm saying? Mi casa man. It's a beautiful hey, place. Appreciate that, man. Looking forward to it. Uh, before we get out of here, what should we be anticipating next? I know, you know, we're going to keep bumping No Squares in My Circle, that 89 Ice T. Um, do we have some more videos for No Squares in My Circle? We're going to look out for Prodigal Son. What should we be looking for? Yeah. So, yeah, we do have, um, we're, we're going to be doing, um, we're actually shooting a video. I mean, we have a video on the for Eagle Feathers coming mm, with um, Izzy Hot Speech and Izzy Hot. So we're going to be having that coming soon. I think Schemes is just tightening that up right now. Um. We're also going to be shooting a video for Steve Harvey while Moose is here. Um, let's see. Um, I don't think we're done with Yikes yet, man. We might have to. We might just, you know what I mean? We might hit him with. I, I always want to. I, for the, the song Yikes and the song Kenny Red, you know, those are two of my favorite songs. So we might we might still shoot those. Yeah, um, let them know. <laughs> let them know. The people are going to go back to it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So Yikes and Kenny Red, we definitely might shoot videos for those. Just got to get with Clever. You know what I mean? He's really busy. He's a busy guy. So, you know, once his workload gets a little less, then we'll kind of sit down and get to the drawing table on that. Um, but like I said, man, I got the Silverback Mac coming out. The Silverback Mac, actually, you know, just to let everybody know, the 89 Ice T is on the Silverback Mac. Oh, cool. So that's the song that will be on the Silverback Mac album. And like I said, that's produced entirely by my little cousin, Windsor James. Um, and then Prodigal Son, man, wow, that, um, yeah, man, that's some of my best work to date, you know what I mean? That could actually be considered a studio album, but I'm, I mean, I just don't want to get caught up in that box, you know what I mean? I want to get caught up like, oh, this is the studio. I want to I wanna put those out and show show my display, show how, what, you know, what direction I'm going in. And then once we get, you know, get those out and get the feedback from those, then we'll fo focus on flash in the fleet. Mm -hmm. And then that's going to be the, you know, that's going to be the major one. That's the one we're going to try to get the features and the productions and, you know I mean? The, the things that we really set out to get, you know what I mean? Hopefully we can get a Nicholas Craven beat. 
Hey, Tell him. Shout out. <laughs> put it, put it in, put it in the universe, man. Got to start something. Yeah, baby, put it in the universe. Yes, sir. Hopefully yes, that. sir. Thank you so much. This was a great conversation. I had a lot of fun. And, you know, we'll definitely be doing it again soon for sure. So tell the people where they could find you at, the social media. I'll have links all below. But if they're just listening, let them know where to find you. Yeah, man, just um, O Finesse, F-I-N-E-S-S underscore 78. I'm only on Instagram and I'm only on Twitter, man, because I like to look good and I like to talk shit, man. That's the only place you're going to see me at, baby. There we go. There we go. Keeping it simple. Once again, O'Finesse, thank yeah. you very much. And uh, we'll be talking. Hey, thank you for having me, bro. I appreciate you, man. Have a blessed day, man. Peace. You too, man. Peace. Nah. Cash me a sweater. Derby hats with eagle feathers. The stormy weather is a thing of the past. <laughs> Drinking alkaline water with the fruit fast. My youngest shoots fast. The bitch took a toot off the glass. I'm not the one for laying up and cuddling. I can't do that. I can't believe these niggas laying up is still struggling. <laughs> Give you some money, bitch, please. Come again. I'm in a drop, feeling the breeze of the summer wind. I'm at the dog trap, pleated slacks, calfskin, wingtips is all black. I remember being locked, doing seasons on the rack. Four seasons for a Mac. I seize your plaque, squeeze like combat. Firearm with compact, but words bond, no need for no contract. My shit's full contact, like shots of Kanye, live rocks and extract. My bottom bitch Jocelyn doing runs like x slack Rap to the max, stress to death on the plates of the lack. New face and embracing the track. A few times they invaded the shack. But Nash. You know what it is, no squares in my circle, baby. <laughs>